There are two reasons why a guru or a spiritual master would not teach you what is known in Sanskrit as the Brahma Vidya, which is the spiritual science of the absolute. We find this spiritual science of the absolute within all of the three great traditions languaged in many different ways. And there are two reasons why a spiritual master or guru would not allow you access to the Brahma Vidya or would not teach you the Brahma Vidya. Actually, they would not allow you into the Sangha or they would not grant you any access to their particular lineage for these two reasons. And these two reasons are actually related to each other. Now, first, the Brahma Vidya, as I said, is the science of the absolute. So this is a sacred science of Brahman in Sanskrit, Tao in Chinese, and also Shunyata in Buddhism. And so this science of the absolute is the deepest teachings of the great traditions. And in the wrong hands, it can be very harmful and can actually confuse an individual on their spiritual path if they are not ready to receive the Brahma Vidya. In saying that, there are two reasons why a spiritual master or guru would not teach you the Brahma Vidya. Now, the first is that you have too much conditioning. If you have too much conditioning, you are actually not ready for assimilating the Brahma Vidya. You have not kind of tilled the soil within your mind to become fertile to receive transmission from the guru or spiritual master. And the reason for this is because if you have too much conditioning, like so for example, if you identify as a name, a form, a nation, a race, a sex, your job title, so forth and so on. If you identify with an identity, then you are not ready to receive the Brahma Vidya because you can't hear the Brahma Vidya. When you are perceiving reality through the identity, you can't actually come to the realization of the Atman in Sanskrit, the undifferentiated consciousness, because your mind is riddled with all of this activity that we have in our mind, what we, we would call the vrittis in Sanskrit, the, the activity of mind, the whirlpools of mind, that eclipse your pure nature. And a lot of those vrittis are stimulated and agitated by a belief we have in our identity. So when we believe we are this person, this nation, and so forth and so on, then it's impossible for us to hear the knowledge, to assimilate the knowledge. And so if you went to the doors of a ashram or a monastery, for example, of a great master and wanted to learn the Brahma Vidya, there are certain things that you would be tested to see if you are ready to receive that sort of knowledge. And there are a lot of stories, right, where people will get into heated debates with the master because they're not really ready to receive the Brahma Vidya. I've seen this personally myself, where I've seen both men and women argue with the master and not really listening to them. You know, there has to be an act of deference towards a master that you have to have when you go to an ashram or monastery. That's part of the tradition. You need to have humility and you also need to accept the master as someone who has the knowledge as opposed to you who do not have the knowledge. Now, I know we live in a society today in the modern world where we all, we all think we know everything. So, once we start to humble ourselves to someone who does know a lot more than us, it can feel uncomfortable for our ego. And if it does feel overly uncomfortable for your ego, then that's when people start to scream at the master and disagree with them and satsang and so forth and so on. And then they are politely removed from the ashram or monastery. I've seen this happen a few times personally. And in the old times, there used to be a much more rigorous process to assessing if someone was really ready to 
receive the Brahma Vidya. But in this day and age, it's so hard to monitor, maybe due to the population on the planet, due to the complexity of society. It's hard to monitor if someone really has a lot of conditioning and so forth and so on. And as I said, when you have all of this conditioning within your mind, you, you have built all of these barriers in your mind. That is your identity. It's difficult for you to listen to knowledge that peels the layers of the identity away. It's ironic, right? Like, so because when the identity or the ego starts to hear this knowledge, it goes into rebellion. It doesn't want to listen to it. it doesn't want to listen to this knowledge. I've seen this on the channel a lot. Like when I'm just explaining the knowledge as it is, people will say they disagree and this and that. And look, that's all well and good. You can disagree with me on a personal level, but you are disagreeing with the actual knowledge as well because all I'm doing on this channel is trying to explain this knowledge best as I can. And I've been learning this for a very long time and teaching this for a long time. I know that we don't live in a society now where we actually listen to each other. So I'm used to that and it's very common, obviously. But if you go to actually see a guru or a spiritual master, then you, you can't have any of that. You cannot have any of that. And they will not teach you the Brahma Vidya. They just won't. Because you're not ready for it. You haven't tilled the soil in your mind and you haven't reached a state of equanimity within and that is what's very important to receive this knowledge. And this is where we lead into the second reason why they will not teach you the Brahma Vidya, which is related to the conditioning, is you need to have shamatha. Now, shamatha in Sanskrit, or samatha in Pali, means mental tranquility or calm. So a calmness of the mind where the vrittis, the whirlpool of the mind, remember I said the vrittis, the vrittis have subsided and to use the lake as an analogy, you can see right into the crystal clear transparency of the lake into the nature of your mind. And so that's where a lot of the real work begins on the spiritual path. Once you begin to make the vritti subside through a lot of spiritual practice in some sense. So to reach a level of shamatha, reach a level of tranquility and calm, sometimes there are a lot of spiritual practices needed, as I said. Though there are some people with an aptitude like Ramana Maharshi who were absorbed in the Atman, the self from 16. You know, there are those rare beings, but most of us aren't that fortunate. So we have to till the soil. We have to practice meditation. We have to cultivate good habits, a healthy lifestyle, everything that is going to facilitate a deeper exploration of ourselves. And so that's actually what happens with uh, shamatha. So you need a level of bodhicitta, right? A level of bodhicitta to get to a level of shamatha. Bodhicitta means the energy and enthusiasm one has for their spiritual practice. So you need to have bodhicitta actually. It needs to become, you know, your most favorite thing to do is meditation, study, and being absorbed in this knowledge. That's what bodhicitta is. It's an intensity for your practice and your study. And so when you do have that intensity, then that is going to only contribute to having shamatha and so it's very important to have shamatha because if you have shamatha the master will allow you to join their sangha and they will teach you the brahma vidya because your mind is already calm it's ready for absorption it's ready to receive transmission from the master it can be no other way you can't go into a monastery ashram and full of opinions and agendas on a personal level and think you are going to learn you cannot go into 
those settings with a very conditioned state of mind. It's just not going to work. You're not going to be able to receive the knowledge. That's just a fact of the matter. And so you need to do the spiritual work to disintegrate the identity, to peel the layers away of your conditioning so you can reach this level of shamatha. And then, as I said, when you get to this level of shamatha, then you can be fully absorbed in the teachings and actually you can dive deeper and deeper into yourself, into the nature of your mind to realize your true self, the Atman, which is Brahman, to use Sanskrit and to use Vedanta as an example, because we are using Brahmavidya as the example here of the spiritual sacred science of the absolute. So they are the two reasons why you would not be granted access into a lineage or an ashram or monastery to, to learn the Brahma Vidya. So let me know in the comments if you think you have a level of shamatha ready to receive the transmission from a master so that you can finally be absorbed in the Atman, the undifferentiated consciousness that we all are. Shanti, shanti, shanti. <laughs>